a lot of tourists come here mm-hmm. and they ask questions and this is my first time getting interviewed so <laughs> it's something different <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Purple State Podcast. I've been traveling across the country to find out more about what's happening in the Purple States and what makes each one different from the others. The purpose of this preview is to help get the podcast on all the platforms in advance so you can subscribe properly. And most previews just say, hi, coming soon, bye. But as long as we're here, let's hear from some of the people I've been talking with in states from Florida and North Carolina to Nebraska and Arizona. There was a time in Robinson County, we had four different school systems. Um, there was a school system for the whites, there was a school system for the blacks, there was a school system for the American Indians. And there was actually, for a time, a school system for those who nobody knew where they were. I think for North Carolina in particularly, um, the transition has been much like what Virginia went through a couple of election cycles previous. And you mentioned Georgia. I think Georgia is a couple of election cycles behind North Carolina. So if those three states start this transition of a new, new South, you know, one that is very competitive, one that is not rock rib Republican, throw in Florida into that mix, that creates a whole new dynamic that both parties have to respond to. So when he came out, I said, do you mind, um, I'm just curious, you're wearing a Charlotte Christian t-shirt, why are you wearing that? He said, oh, my grandchildren go there. He said, it's a great school, they teach them great Christian values. And I wanted to say, but what about abortion? But I did. Navajo is the name that's given to us by Mexican. Navajo is the definition of thief. That's what, that's what it is. That's what it means, man. We're no thieves, we're the Nay tribe, like that. You know, you, you see where you live, right? The, the perfect example for me was going through an area very close to here and seeing somebody, a couple of people carrying their dogs on pouches, you know? And then you, you're going through the city and you see less trees you see the streets are a little bit they get a little worse then you start seeing homelessness you start seeing food deserts it's very obvious and so that has made me realize what we have and what other people need I don't qualify for Medicaid. I'm not low enough for Medicaid and not high enough to be able to afford to go to the doctor. So therefore, no, it really doesn't make so much of a difference. I work my life away. I pay $30 to go to the doctor. Then I got to pay the medicine. Everything costs, 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 costs the middle class. And what did you tell me about voting? Well, I didn't vote because, simple fact, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Um, the world is what it is. I mean, even if you vote or you don't vote, sometimes this stuff is pre-selected anyhow, so. <laughs> well, like a convicted felon, I, I believe that I have a voice too. What about people who think you don't? They never, they've never made a mistake. 
One day God's going to judge them just as much as he judges me standing here now. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to vote this year? Yeah, yeah, of course. Have you thought about who you're going to vote for? My name is Donald. It feels to me like it's two whole different places, depending on if you're in a car or you're not in a car. It is, it is. Because when you're in a car, you got air condition, you got the windows rolled up, so the heat outside, you're not even paying attention to. But when you don't have a car, this is what you deal with. Daily, yeah. Uh, when I was growing up here, it was a moderate Republican state. I think- Great Republicans back then. Mark Hatfield, Tom McCall. We had really principled, uh, Republicans who were strong environmentalists, you know, strong on individual rights and kind of personal decision-making left private. And uh, that all started to change when Jerry Falwell and the so-called moral majority got involved, in my opinion. He'd have a bullhorn and he'd say, you know, 10 minutes to fry time and then five minutes till the guy, Willie was his name, till Willie dies. and. You know, and then at midnight or 10 seconds too, they did a countdown, you know, 10, 9, and then the whole place erupted and somebody had snuck in fireworks and they let off fireworks. And I mean, it was a, it was a celebration is where I, where I was. But I do remember kind of looking across the parking lot and on the other side, just as many people, but they were holding candles, praying silently, um, being very very quiet right and they were just kind of being a this silent witness to life and I kind of had an ugly feeling in my gut I was like this didn't feel right so that's an idea of what we're doing on this journey me in my car and you with your ears putting together a picture of America in 2020 we'll be looking at issues from incarceration and executions to Native American rights and religious values and how they leave their mark on the election map Subscribe now, tell your friends, and stay tuned. Well, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. It's a girl, my lord, and, and a flatbed Ford slowing down to take a look at me. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Don't say me. You gotta know if your sweet love is gonna save me. There you go. How's that?